Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. And think about what is the ability that you have or what abilities do you have to create wealth, prosperity, and to really connect with your incredible divine gifts. It is a blessing to know that, and we are waiting for our very special guest who wrote this incredible book called Your Sacred Wealth Code. And this is a book that helps you unlock your soul's blueprint for purpose, and for prosperity. And there's a wonderful way to do that within the book. What Prima does is she has all sorts of exercises and really a way for you to uncover exactly what you need to do to firstly discover what your wealth code code is, excuse me, and secondly to be able to access it any time that you choose. And anytime that feels right to you. So it's really very important to know what that's all about and how to go about it. And so let's talk a little bit about what this means. What does it mean to have a sacred wealth code? What does that mean to you? Think about it. What it means. And where we go with it. How many times have you wondered, why am I not moving forward in my life? How do I really access my divine gifts? And I know they're there. I know what's going on. And what Prima does is she actually identifies the wealth code types, the sacred wealth code types that are very much yours. So think about that. Think about what is going on in your life. What's blocking you right now from creating the wealth that you need and also figuring out what you need to move forward in your life more successfully? Any answers? Anybody want to think about that for a minute? Okay. It's really wonderful to be able to access that. Think about what... Why we have a sacred wealth code, Prima has an incredible story that it's really simple. And and in this book, and the book is called Your Sacred Wealth Code, you actually can leverage your purpose, your desire, and your own set of, yes, superpowers to connect with your personal path to wealth. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to connect to their personal path of wealth. Is it possible? Is it doable? Yes, it is. And how do we go about doing it? How do we know? How do we figure out what's really important for us? 
and how do we go about accessing it in the ways that we can. So think about that. Think about what you need to do. And we're still waiting for our special guest. And here she is. Hello? Hi, Prima? this is Prema. Yeah, hi. It's Prema. Good to be here. It's Prema. Yeah. Okay, Prema, can you tell everybody I've been talking about you for a while now? Make sure that I pronounce your name right so so I didn't start off that way. Tell us your name no. and then we'll hi. right into this. Okay, beautiful. Hi, um, Prema Lee Guerreri, and it's really wonderful to be here with you today. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure, and I was telling people that really it, you know, people don't know, Prema, that they have a wealth code and, and also that they can tap into it and really open their divine gifts, which to me is incredible. And I have your book. I'm holding it right in my hands right now, which is so wonderful. So firstly, I always find it fascinating, Prema, to start with, with your personal story. How did you uncover this? How did you even get started to to look at that because that's not always a question that everybody takes to their minds and their heart. No, it's not. So <clears throat> I want to say that I've been on a, a spiritual quest my whole life, even when I was a kid, and, and uh, nature and, and horses and animals was kind of led me on that quest to begin with. And I had done a lot of very practical things early in life, had to live on my own early, and really had to start into tuning into inner guidance, you know, at a very early age and being uh, an intuitive, you know, but at that age I wasn't thinking about, you know, I'm tuning in. I just didn't see the answers coming from the adults around me and I didn't see the answers in my environment. So it's, I just, you know, kept asking and I would get the impulse and I'd get the answer and I'd move on it. And then later I started to put the dots together and understood what an intuition was. And that led me into um, several different careers, but the one that really started to stick was like being a yoga teacher because as being a yoga teacher, under the guise, I would say, of being a yoga teacher, I could really teach just whatever spiritual principle um, I wanted to get across and uh, use my intuitive gifts and just being a natural teacher, it's one of my archetypes. I was a yoga teacher and was able to use my healing capacities. I kind of able to bring it all together. And then I started to get into Vedic astrology, which is another branch of um, Eastern tradition that yoga comes from, comes from the Vedas. And, you know, what we were on purpose for and what... Um, had meaning to me and and the people I was working with was always first and foremost to me. And that's what people always came to me for was like underneath everything, it would always be like, what does this mean? Or what's the deeper meaning? Or I don't feel, you know, that deeper impulse or that deeper meaning in life. And so that journey and search started to really be more around purpose and and looking at, why, you know, everybody's really different. And as I got into Vedic astrology, we all have these similarities, right? Or we all have these expectations from culture. But each one of us is wired up really differently. And that always fascinated me. So 
I was in, into astrology, but as I learned about Vedic astrology, my Vedic astrology mentor, who is still my mentor from many years ago, he said to me one day, he said, well, from the very beginning, he said, you know, you're wired up for this. You have the planets for this. You should you should be an astrologer. And that was um, that was like uh, like a little bit scary and a big relief all at the same time because I sort of knew this language already it was in me it made sense to me and i just dove into the study and i again it was like a it's another branch of the vedas where yoga came from so it was very natural to me and then i started to connect some of the dots that i was really yearning to connect by being able to see into people's soul blueprints that's what i really call your vedic astrology chart and in that journey uh i opened a big, beautiful yoga um, and healing arts center where I was using my gifts. I was doing teaching a lot of classes and workshops and, and doing some readings and um, my private healing intuitive work with people. And I was wearing a lot of hats, as you can see, but I was also running a business. And this was a big, beautiful, world-class center. And we had a very high overhead and I had a lot of employees. And it started to, the business started to turn into more than really I wanted in a way. Uh, so I was managing a lot, and I didn't have enough help, not because I couldn't have gone out and hired somebody, but I was working for what I figured out was one of the shadow sides of part of my wealth code, and I was really stuck in I had to do it on my own. That was part of my um identity that was part of I just that's how I was wired up like I I had to do it alone and this really undermined me terribly and eventually I ended up um, losing the center shutting it down Uh, there's a lot of great things that happened in that journey but I'm just going to cut to the chase of the story here but what was revealed to me is I learned that um, I learned how to receive Uh, I had to ask my community for help, and they helped me like thousands of dollars and and the most amazing um, thank you notes for allowing me to um, have them support me. So I learned how to receive. I was taken really to my knees and um, lost my marriage during that time, was then single parenting with a couple of teenagers, and I went into private practice, but before I did, I was really in the dark night of my soul. And that's when the sacred wealth code really revealed itself to me because I was just bound and determined to figure out, like, what went wrong? I really felt like I was on my purpose, and I was. But I was working from too much of my shadow side of my wealth code, so I didn't have enough bandwidth to make some of the right choices to keep me fully in my gifts and my purpose because I believe that wealth always follows your purpose. If you stay on your purpose then and using your divine gifts which we'll talk more about uh is how to do that that your wealth what's really meaningful for you as far as wealth goes will follow you and so i this the sacred wealth could really revealed itself to me as i just dove into figuring this out in the Vedic astrology and and I cleared my beliefs around this and I was able to step back into more of a private practice and small group and then moved into online and uh, really teaching this work and I was able within a few months to turn, um, really create a whole new business that became very successful right from the get-go and I did it very differently. I hired help right from the beginning, including... um, 
a heart-centered business mentor and my spiritual mentor and assistant. And I, I went about it very, very differently, and it served me really well because I can be here and talk to you about this work and, and was able to put it into a, a book form, although I've been teaching it and working with clients for years on it. So you talked a little bit about the shadow and how and how that shadow side kind of interfered and maybe took over uh, over what you knew in terms of or what you were learning and what and, and what you intuitively knew about you and and your and your information and your gifts. How do we know what our shadow side is and and, and what do we need to do to kind of maybe ask it to step aside a little bit so we can really see all all the beauty and all the gifts that, that we have within us. Well, that's a really, um, it's a big question, and I will do my best with it right here, and we will talk about it probably a little bit more in our talk if we get into the, the four pillars, because I really go into in my work and in my book, the um, the fourth pillar of the Sacred Wealth Code is uh, your greatest challenges, the uh, unexpected gateway to wealth. And in some of your greatest challenges, that's where your shadow is playing out. Now, sometimes our shadow side, so to speak, is some of it on a soul level we choose to sort of wrestle with to grow ourselves, I believe, in in looking at soul blueprints and, and in this work. And then there's plenty of it that we take on by cultural conditioning, by you know our families, by just the collective... Um, messaging that we sign up for but we don't even know we sign up for that jams our circuits of our gifts. And, you know, something as simple as a parent telling you that you, you know, well, you can't be an artist uh, and make money, you know, could keep somebody from, you know, moving into a a business that uses their creativity as, you know, no, you have to go and um, go to school to be, you know, um, do business or, you know, to be... A doctor or whatever. So these things jam our circuits. Now, the shadow side, uh, and in my sacred wealth code system, I the way it sort of downloaded through me because that's really how it happened, and how it continues to evolve and happen, is the premises you using your uh, knowing what your divine gifts are, which are found at your intersection of purpose and prosperity within your soul blueprint. By you using your divine gifts, uh, this is the pathway to sacred wealth for you. Now, within uh, there's archetypes within this system because that is a sacred language, and those archetypes hold your gifts. But there's also the shadow side depicted there as well, which is really useful information. So I want you to think about everyone. Just think about a challenge you might be facing now, or one that you have, you know, dealt with. And, or even a behavior or way of being that you know that you have that's really not serving you very well. Within that, I'm just imagine this is a part of you that's kind of headed in the wrong direction or has a blindfold on or has got an agenda that is somebody else's. It's really not really like your divine self agenda. And there's a lot of power locked up in that. And when we can find out the belief systems that are driving this shadow side and keeping us from our gifts then we can and then we release those which is part of I even teach about that some in the book but I work with my people on that then we can then be more fully in our gifts so for instance for me the shadow side of uh, my wealth code that I was working with actually happened in two ways 
I was working, um, letting one of my archetypes, one of my set of gifts that's not part of my wealth code, really dominate, and that was really my administrator. I do have a leader archetype that is part of my wealth code, but my administrator is a kind of leader that um, is a pretty much of a workhorse. I'm very good at details and facilitation and administration, but it's not where my wealth intersects my purpose. So if I spend too much time doing that, and I've been hired, I used to work for a personal growth company doing this too, by doing that, I am sort of wasting some of, I don't have enough bandwidth left to be in my gifts. I'm good at it. But see, the things that are in your wealth code, the gifts you have in your wealth code, are right at this intersection of purpose and prosperity. Now, you have a lot of gifts, but you want to use those to actually attract the wealth to you that's meaningful for you. So a lot of people might be doing something that they aren't highly valued for. So if I was in an administrative position, which I have been before, I didn't make a lot of money and I wasn't hugely valued. But when I'm in my gifts, when I'm in my my teacher, when I'm in my messenger, when I'm in the gifts that those hold and my leader, um, I'm hugely valued, not just by uh, the the recognition and those sorts of things, but like financially, I make more money um, when I'm in those gifts. So that shadow side for all of us is a way that we stay safe because we were told or we have taken on those beliefs or even as a soul challenge that we need to play it safe over here. But we feel kind of squished down in that way and we're not fully in our brilliance. Does that make sense? Yes, it it really does. And it's really about, you know, recognizing that side and and recognizing that even though it may be safe and comfy, it it's not really expanding us or growing us in in the way that we need to. And like you said, when we're living, and we'll get into that when we're living our code, when we're living within what really can bring us you know our divine wealth we feel you know i know that there's there's a, an energetic shift because i experience it when i'm doing those kinds of things us and it's also feeling i know you feel within yourself that yeah you're so much on track and you know i will share something with you that that i haven't shared publicly yet and um i have had an injury i had a i have a concussion and it made me have to stop and think, okay, where am I going with this? Because I have limited time, limited energy, and I had to really look at what do I, what am I loving doing? What am I, you know, what really is exciting? And and so I had to let go of something that really wasn't and was draining me, and to utilize what you know what what the gifts are and like you I am getting downloaded information because I'm I'm on purpose with that it's so joyful it's so ex- you know I don't know how to describe it ex- except that way so I just wanted to share that Oh that's that. a but perfect way to describe it is it's like enlivening it's joyful it's uh yeah. instead of soul sucking so, you know it's it's so inspiring and you know what you said about you know staying comfy and safe uh, um really what happens I believe and and I, I, most of you will probably just just check in with this. Really, those places we're holding ourselves back, we end up being, it's uncomfortably comfortable or comfortable being uncomfortable. 
So we get into that place, and it's just because it's familiar. And just like you've all watched a best friend be in a uh, a relationship where they were, you know, really not being treated well or a job situation, and you're thinking, God, just leave that already. You know, you're so brilliant. And they don't. And they get in this place of, you know, being uncomfortably comfortable. And there's a lot of, you know, there's fear and there's those beliefs that need to be released in order to, and then usually some help, you know, on taking those next steps. But it's so, so, so worth it because just like you were saying, Joanne, it's, uh, it, it literally, you're you're in your joy. And the thing is, is it all is a leap of faith. I just have to say that it is a leap of faith. But in truth, anything you're doing for security didn't prove security until you leaped into it either. So all of everything we do is is a leap of faith. So you might as well take a leap of faith in the direction that's aligned with your soul. I love it. I totally love it. So let's backtrack a little bit because you talked about the four pillars and and they're very much in in your book. And can you identify, you talked a little bit about the last one, but can you identify them for our listeners and also how we figure out, and I know that there's, we're not going to oversimplify it, but a little bit about how people can figure out what, you know, what they're aligned with in terms of their own code. I know they have to buy the book. But that, that's a given. Yeah. So the um, the the book is going to walk you through a process. It's really a guidebook. It's a playbook. It's a storybook, and it is uh, a journal. There's places to even write in it because I ask you really important questions to help you to discover literally um, how you are wired up for wealth, what your wealth dream even is, that's where the book even starts. Because like, you need to know like what it is you even consider to be wealth for yourself. And then what's the purpose of that? And that really is what the first pillar is. But I want to backtrack even a little bit more and understand that the premise that I'm coming from is, and that has been given to me, I want to say, just downloaded to me, and if it resonates for you, then take it. And that is really the your true wealth is everything you need to fulfill your purpose. So when I look at your wealth and purpose, uh, your prosperity and your purpose planets in your Vedic astrology chart, where they intersect and how they come into combinations, and if they do, but they come into some kind of combination with each other, that is where we find wealth in the soul blueprint. And so that is where this system sort of started to download for me to make this information really available to people. And so I can give you your sacred wealth code. I can look at your chart, and I do that, sacred wealth code readings. And if you get the book, you can also see how you, you can opt in for one of those, or you can go to my website. But the book is the process that I've been teaching people to be able to discover this on your own as well, because you are tuned into your soul blueprint at some level. And I really believe that it's really, um, you should open up to that and get to know that because you're being downloaded with information all the time. So purpose, uh, wealth is everything you need to fulfill your purpose. Wealth follows purpose. And if you stay on purpose, which your divine gifts are, your purpose, then wealth will follow you. Now, knowing why you want the first pillar, why you want the wealth you want. So you have to know what you want first, which is the first part of the book. And then uh, understanding your purpose, harnessing the power of your soul's big why. So this is um, 
literally I want you to think about your sacred wealth code lives at this intersection of where purpose and prosperity like two streets crossing. And this is the intersection you want to live at. And if you can live at that intersection, you are in that neighborhood of your sacred wealth code. And that's where the opportunities are. That's where um, the wealth that you want is, which includes money, but is not just solely money by any means. And this is this is where your gifts are as well. So your purpose is like having, it's really the vehicle to get you to that intersection. So in the first pillar, I help you to understand your big why for wanting wealth, the why behind the wealth that you want. And um, the thing about when you know the purpose for anything, and then just even write down this equation, equation, purpose equals why, why equals purpose. It's the big why behind anything. So uh, your purpose will always pull you forward. So if you're on purpose and you're connected to it, it'll always, always pull you forward. That and there's 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 processes, there's meditations, and in fact, there's even an online portal when you get the book where I you can go and have me um, listen to a recording or a video, and instead of just reading the process and doing it, you can sit back and I guide you right through it. Uh, the second pillar of the Sacred Wealth Code, and Joanne, if you need to hop in at any point here, just hop in. Okay, with me. good, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, it's a conversation, absolutely. That's what makes it juicy and wonderful. Uh, the second pillar is your passion. And I call this the essence of fulfillment. And, in fact, my Sacred Wealth Circle, which is one of my programs that I have that we really dive into this work and how to really use it uniquely for yourself. We were just working on this this week. And your passion, by working from your purpose alone, it's really like sitting in a car with the engine off. You like you know where you're headed. You go into that intersection of purpose and prosperity, and you know, you know why you're going there. But you need the fuel, and that's where passion comes in. And fuel is a little, and passion's usually it's the horsepower, the energy, the fuel that will comes from your soul, and it never runs out, and it'll get you to that intersection of purpose and prosperity. So I like to call you it... You know, it's here. also so amazing when you can tune into that passion and because it makes you feel so alive. And like you said, it doesn't run out. It just pours in into your life, into what you're doing, more and more energy. And oftentimes people say, well, don't pay attention so much to your passion, it, it, but... But truly, if it's connected to your divine purpose and connected to to your wealth code, and I'm so glad that you said wealth is not just about you know finances or whatever, because people get confused. It's about so much more that that creates so the wholeness and the completeness of who we are. So, so it's so valuable to to have all this knowledge and to be able to utilize it in in a way to open up our our own divinity. It, it is absolutely, um, absolutely. And here's the thing with passion. Some people say, okay, go follow your passion and, you know, then you'll be doing what you're doing. Yes, that's that can be true. I, But that's kind of amorphous for some people, right? So right. when you're using your divine gifts, typically you're in your passion, okay? Uh, so if you have, like if one of your gifts happens to be like you're like this amazing problem solver or you're just, you just look at strategy of things or maybe it's really that you have, you know, you're an artist and um, you're 
your creativity and a particular kind of creativity. Uh, you know, like I have one of my clients actually who's a musician. He actually has a, a side of him that where he is an accountant. He is a mathematician on the other side, but part of part of his gifts, he is a creative musician. Now, he's very passionate about music in general, but when I met him, he wasn't really doing it. Well, he just, just this last week released an EP um, and a music video, and I'm so thrilled with him and what he has done. But that's because he got back into the passion of music, so that lit his passion up. But he also got into every day doing things that um, just put him in his passion zone. So it didn't have to be the creativity, the music. Some of that is like deeply connecting with people. He likes to draw. He's also an, an artist in that way. He um, is into spirituality and meditation. and So by doing those things that just put him in this zone of his passion, and the same for me, I do them every day, those things um, give me the fuel, gave him the fuel to actually go for it and be on purpose with his gifts. So passion is, an, it's, think of it as energy. It's soul fuel. It's soul energy. So you want to think of passion that way. Uh, and then it's sometimes also, we could say... Oh, uh, it's also a reminder. To, it's a reminder to us, too, about, you know, sometimes we try to push that stuff down because it's, a, it's like, okay, we have to get to work. We can't think about that or whatever. And and I just think it, it's really important not to ignore it. And I like the fact that you've talked about how it could be woven into other aspects of our life so you can still keep it alive, even though the your example, he wasn't playing music every moment, but he was utilizing his, his passion to infusing that into other aspects of his life, which which I think is really yeah. important. Where I have some clients who are, um, they are very much doing their passion as their, as their business, that's how their um, one of my clients when she came to me, she was very, uh, very much in her masculine, and she had been a lawyer for many years, and she had she had done the big lawyer thing, made a lot of money, and she just didn't like that life and the negativity, so she stepped out of that, and then she um, went to life coaching school, and so when I met her, she was a life coach, and she was working with people in a lot of different areas of life, which is totally fine, but it wasn't hitting right for her, and she felt kind of pulled apart. So as we dug into getting her connected with her heart, and if I backtrack a little bit again, in the book, like if I was to sequentially walk you through this just a little bit, you have to understand first what wealth is. It's the intersection of your purpose and prosperity. I go into that deeper. Then you have to understand what you want wealth for um, or what wealth is to you. Like, what's a wealthy life to you? Like, what's your wealth stream? I take you through a process so you understand exactly what that is. And then you have to understand how do you tap into yourself to get these deeper answers in throughout the four pillars. Well, I teach you how to move your head down to your heart and really drop into your heart at a very deep level and get the answers, the intuitive answers that you need. I lead you through this process throughout the book. And with her, I had to teach her how to come back into her feminine, creative side. And, and she found out that... Uh, she's in, she has an, uh, an intuitive connector is part of her sacred wealth code archetypes. And that intuition, she didn't really know that she had the kind of intuition she has. Well, she has opened up and she has an incredible intuition. And not only has she used that in her business, but she shifted her whole business. So because she's so strong, she works with 
alpha women, leadership women, because they really don't have the kind of relationships and love in their life that they would like to have. She used to be a divorce attorney. And so we've blended all of her gifts, and that feminine side has allowed her to connect with them and help the really strong women connect more with their feminine side, which allows them to have that love. So she moved her gifts right into her business, and she has become um, she's become very successful. And, and in fact, she's um, helps me teach the Sacred Wealth Code system because I also certify people in this. <laughs> Wonderful. So, um, you talked you talked about the artist, and there are other archetypes that that you have identified. And can you just talk a little bit about what those archetypes are for our listeners, so that they get a sense yeah. of kind of picture that a little bit for themselves. Yeah, you know, I resonate with the artist, but I ought, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, through the, the, and the last, let me just touch on this last pillar we haven't, which is the third, which is around your highest value gifts, wielding your superpowers. Um, in this, I help you to get in touch with some of the gifts that you already have that you may not be aware of or you may be aware of so that you can go into the next chapter of discovering your archetypes where and and you um, are able to depict some of your gifts you naturally know you have in order to discover some of your archetypes there's more to the process than that but the archetypes hold you can think of them as um, I think of them as my sacred wealth council as my guides um, as the really aspects of you that are just so brilliant, and they hold um, like your gifts. And so um, we talked about the connector for a moment, who's very heart-centered and um, intimate, creative, communicative, diplomatic, devoted, harmonious, inspiring, accommodating, receptive, compassionate, and empathetic. The connector also has a mantra, we are all one, and a soul desire to be a channel for eternal belongingness and a purpose to be sent a centralizing force for humanity and bring the world together. But it also has the shadow side, which is people-pleasing, loss of self, overly attached, codependent, and too comfortable. There's a whole description about the archetype that I'm not going to read. But in the description of the archetypes, uh, each archetype, even though it may be a common name, the leader, the connector, the merchant, the strategist, the teacher, these were all downloaded through me, because in Vedic astrology, there's mythology that goes along with all of the planets. And in fact, there's three archetypes for each planet. Now, I live in the West, and I speak in very everyday language. Um, People um, that I work with don't understand Sanskrit. So that's why it came through, because I have a very practical side of me. I want things to be very usable. So it came through in these very recognizable Um, terms and archetypes. I can say artist. I can say connector, teacher, leader. And all of you just had a a whole like little story go off in your head about what those are. It is a soul language archetypes are, and that's why it came through in this way. What will be different is when you read these archetypes, and like even just the descriptions that they all have a soul desire, a purpose, a shadow side, and a mantra, but you will learn more about what your gifts are and how you could use your gifts Uh, And in fact, there's a whole list of high-value gifts um, within each archetype. And there's a good section about the shadow, so you can recognize where you might be holding yourself back or keeping yourself from your gifts. Uh, Another one of the um, archetypes, let's say, is um, the organizer. The organizer is ruled by the planet Saturn and is 
very um, patient and practical and truthful and committed, steadfast and orderly, um, discerning, rational, has very different gifts than the connector does. But sometimes people have these archetypes together combined because of where they are in their soul blueprint. And so sometimes your archetypes will work together like a team. So I take you through a process so that you start to identify, oh, yeah, that archetype is me, that one's me. And through the process, um, you'll discern which ones are yours. Now, most people, when I look at your soul blueprint, have three to five archetypes that are truly in your sacred wealth code. Sometimes those are hidden from you because you're used to using your other gifts and you don't necessarily believe in your um, your wealth gifts yet. And so having a reading is also helpful. But uh, then the next step in the process is I teach you how to connect with the archetype. Again, this archetype, like if you're connecting with the organizer and you have that strong organizational capacity, I have a really strong administrator organizer, but it's not part of my gifts as as um, connected to wealth, but it's part of me and part of my gifts. So there's great places for me to use it, but if I depend on it for wealth, I'm going to work hard and not make a lot of money and feel kind of worn out. That's a clue if you're using gifts that aren't really part of your wealth code and you want to use them in your life, um, yes, but not necessarily depend on them for creating wealth. But at the end so of we so we probably need to pay attention to how how we're feeling when we're utilizing some of those because like Absolutely. you said I mean that could also be unanswered if if we're not feeling inspired if we're feeling drained if then we're not really you know we're not really using our gifts and maybe we are calling into you know creating interference and and blocking in some way and and really calling up the shadow side to to give us the information that we need. You know, and the thing about your shadow side is that or or even feeling stuck and you're not in your gifts, I truly believe everything we go through, everything that happens to us in life, there's something in it for us, just like you can look back at a challenging experience and with enough time you can see the blessing or the lesson in it. Well, if you can embrace everything of, okay, well, I really feel crappy going to that job every day. Well, let me look at that and let me look at what part of it isn't really working for me, where I feel squished, where I don't feel like I'm really shining my brilliance, um, and start to get that information that'll that'll inform you about your shadow. And even at the end of each one of the archetypes, uh, description, I then have a process for you, which I call tapping in with your archetype. And through this tuning in process that I teach you about dropping into your heart, which we could take a couple of minutes and do here if you like. Let, yeah, you, let's do that because we are running out of time and, there, and we we probably need two hours for you, dear. But <laughs> let's do that because that would be really important for our listeners to be able to to get out of their heads and into their hearts. Absolutely, um, because when you do, you can get the information that you need. So I want everybody, to, and we're going to do this in a really quick version, and I teach you with, with a little more direction in the book how to do it in any, any of my programs. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, and especially if you're not driving, close your eyes. And if you are driving, that's okay. Keep them open, but you'll still be able to focus in. By closing our eyes, we block out about 80% of the uh, stimulus going on around us, and we're able to tune in. And put your hand on your heart. And take a couple of deep, full breaths. Breathing in and out through your heart. 
relaxing your jaw and your shoulders. And we're going to bring the mind, your brilliant but busy mind, down to merge with the heart. And the marrying of the mind and the heart is an incredibly, incredibly powerful team. We want your mind, which is really a tool, to follow the deep wisdom of your heart. So just imagine you have a stairway or a slide between your head and your heart. And you can take your mind and just put it on that stairway or slide, and you're going to go straight down through your nasal cavity, down through the top of your throat, the base of your throat, the top of your chest, right down into the very center of your chest. And take a deep breath there. And then I want to invite you, just trust this is happening. The center of your heart is where you connect to your soul, your wisdom, your unity, your gifts, the divine. And let this question drop into your heart like I'm throwing a pebble into the pond of your heart. I'll ask you like you're asking yourself. And whatever answer floats up for you, just trust that is your answer. We're going to have a couple of questions. The first one is, if I did know what it is that my heart is truly desiring for me right now, right now, what might that be? What does my heart want for me? Just tune into that. Take another deep, full breath. And if I have that, what my heart wants for me, what's that going to make possible for me? What's that going to make possible? If I'm being that or doing that or having that, what my heart wants for me? And the final question is, what's one inspired action I could take today in the next 24 hours? that would support me and what it is that my heart wants for me? What's one inspired action I could take that would support me and what my heart is wanting for me? Open your eyes. It would be useful to jot those three things down. Joanne can share with us if she wants to. And that took us about three minutes. And if you say, well, I didn't quite get that, I, I, again, I teach you all of this in in my work, whether you come and work with me through the book or whether you come in um, for a Sacred Wealth Code reading or whether you come in um, to work in one of the programs. So, Joanne, you know what's do you so wonderful? to share what came for you? Yeah, you know what's so wonderful is, is firstly, I do a lot with, with connecting my mind to my heart. However, the first thing that you did that really opened was, was saying, let your, you know, breathe through your heart. <laughs> and and that was this incredible, beautiful opening. I just saw more light, and and my head, my my head, my thoughts were so anxious. My mind was so anxious to kind of go down that stairway <laughs> because it's kind of it's like we've been waiting, here, you know, for today. So so yeah, <laughs> it's good to do it first thing every day. <laughs> yeah, because it changes. But I feel too that I, that I'm very much. In sync, and I just want to share a quick story. I was working with with something. People said, "Oh, this is wonderful. You can make lots of money with this. This is good." And I kept believing that, but my heart was telling me something different, and I could not bring myself to do. Yeah, people were making money at it, but 
it wasn't me. My heart wasn't in it. I always and I always say my heart has to be engaged in what I'm doing to feel full throttle and to just go for it. So so it was very revealing. And when we're not paying attention to what our heart, which is like you said, so soul connected, is giving us, it's for me. I was off balance and I wasn't living my truth. Yeah, and you know, like what you just said is. Uh, and, and so two things that are really important. What you just said is that your heart wasn't in it. There's a reason we say that um, on the chakra system. When we get an idea or inspiration, it comes in, like I call it, through our grace bank account, through the crown chakra, and then we drop it into our mind. And we can think about it and create some ideas about it, but that's behind the scenes. We bring it down to the fifth chakra, which is our will. This is where we'd like to give it over to divine will, but we might be adding our will to it, but still it's quite behind the scenes. Then we drop it into the heart, which is the bridge between our inner world and our outer world as far as energy goes. And if our heart isn't fully on board, then we won't be able to drop it into the third chakra, which is where we start to step out into the world, the physical world, and we make the right choices and activate our personal power, our self-esteem, our creative energy. So if the heart's not in it, you won't be able to actualize it in the physical world, or you will at a cost that will be pretty high to yourself. So thanks for bringing Wonderful. that up. Wonderful. And that, you know, that that's so true. And we are running out of time. I'm going to have to have you on again so we could talk so much about solutionary technology because that's something we'd like to cover too. So before we leave, give people a, a sense of how they can get a hold of this incredible sure. book, Sacred Wealth Code, Unlocking Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity how they can find out more about you, your website, and and work with you and unlock their incredible wealth code. So the easiest way to, to, to do this is to go to sacredwealthcode.com, sacredwealthcode.com. That's the easiest way to get to me. And when you go to sacredwealthcode.com, you can you'll see where you can get the book. Now, it'll just take you to Amazon to get the book and you can go straight to Amazon, but if you do it through my website, you're going to get some really good free gifts. You're going to get a purpose and prosperity masterclass that I give you that I teach you and it's going to help you with the work in the book. You're going to get um eight different alignment meditations and processes that are in the book as well. So, and then some other free goodies. So, while you're there at sacredwealthcode.com, you can also take the free Sacred Wealth Archetype Quiz right there at the top of the page, and you can find out what one of your Sacred Wealth Code archetypes is. So I encourage you to do that. And also you can grab the book there, and if you want a reading from me or come to work with me in my Sacred Wealth Circle, which is, and I also have a Sacred Wealth Business Academy if you're building a business. But this is how do I take this whole body of work, how do I take my Sacred Wealth Code and really use it and embody it so that I can align with my divine gifts, clear my shadow, and start to really enjoy the Sacred Wealth that I'm designed for. So you can get all of that at sacredwealthcode.com. And if you do nothing else, go take the quiz. It's fun, and you'll find out what one of your archetypes are. Wonderful, and you are such a gift, Prema, and thank you for sharing your wealth and helping other people open their hearts to their own sacred gifts and to their own divinity. I so appreciate you. 
Well, I so appreciate you and all the great work that you're doing in the world and all the messages also that you're facilitating by having um, people like myself on your show, too. And I know you're doing great work as well. So thank you so much. My pleasure. And we're going to have you on again because we just tapped the iceberg. (laughs) I know. There's There's a lot here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there is. And you are a gift. Thanks again. Thank you. So think about this, because Prema is so committed. She empowers leaders, entrepreneurs, visionaries, and change agents like you to unlock your sacred wealth code. She has an intuitive approach, and she has something that we didn't get to yet, which is her patented solutionary technology. And she can help you, like she does with her other clients, manifest wealth and create meaningful lives to do what you're meant to do and to love it too so get ready and remember you can go to your sacred wealth code find out more get a lot of the free gifts and remember that you have so much within you you have the knowledge of what really opens your heart your connection to your soul your gifts the way to share them with the world so remember that you are an incredibly beautiful powerful being and do something each and every day to just open that and to be connected to your powerful wonderful sacred you thanks so much for joining us and if you want to go to my website it's drjoannewhite.com or docwhite.org and spend today finding some day today, some moment today, to really love yourself and cherish the very beautiful, special person that you are. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next week. And next week we're going to have a very wonderful July 26th. Dr. Ron and Mary Holnick will be here sharing their gifts with you as well. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.